0: A -a once-in-a-century pandemic closed U.S. campuses this spring and sent students home and classes online. In part one, Dr. Sridhar Dasu, Chair of the Physics Department at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, gave us a vivid account of how his department moved to meet the need of the hour by moving classes online. In part two of this conversation, Dr. Dasu shares his views on what the immediate future of the campus looks like and the changing nature of work. Without further delay, let's get back to Dr. Sridhar Dasu. Let's sort of move ahead and look look at the fall semester and look beyond. Um, How do you see this panning out? What is the general thinking? What's the mood of the university and of the departments and of the profs themselves i mean this is a people issue as well so yeah how do you how do you see all this
1: the faculty in my department would love to go back to uh, what it was like however those Uh of us who are wearing administrative hats we don't want to take the responsibility of uh, of having to deal with uh, potential problems in particular, the kind of things that uh-huh. I'm worried about is that, okay, we open up for big lectures in fall, and then it right. turns out one person got infected. What's gonna happen? Yeah. Uh, we have thousands of people going in and out of the building every day. It's a major crisis, right. and we'll shut down immediately, and we won't open for the rest of the semester. So we're back to the right. worst situation that uh, uh, we're uh, suddenly in the middle of a semester uh, with no warning at all, uh, we have to go into this uh, mode of teaching online again. It'll be terribly disruptive. So in my opinion, uh, and in the opinion of almost everybody in the, on the campus at this stage, um, we really yeah. don't want to have large classes in fall and I think that we haven't cancelled it yet at Wisconsin, but I think that that's what it will end up being. I think the same thing across the board. There are some competing factors. Uh, for instance, uh, i refer to the dorms and the uh, uh, situation.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Now. Uh, that's a liability for the university as well in one sense, right? You know, if somebody in the dorm gets infected and uh, there are hundreds of people there, then they can be lawsuits, they can be all sorts of things. So liability is one aspect. The sure. second aspect is that uh, we cannot have the uh, close contacts, so we need to spread them out. So that means that the income from the uh, Operations will be much lower than the expenses because if you, yeah, you know how the dorms are—they're just like yeah, 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 yeah. So if you actually space them apart and give everybody a single room, suddenly the income goes down by a factor of four, uh, and you still have to pay people and all that. So I think that economically it'll be a big problem for the university. To run these Mm -hmm. dorms and such facilities, at uh, one quarter the uh, normal occupancy. On top of it, for a small town like Madison, if you suddenly put uh, five to ten thousand more students out in the private market to find housing, I don't think there is housing in Madison to support another five thousand. Uh, apartments or 2,000 apartments, whatever that is, there's just not enough space. So, I don't think that any of these things are practical for fall. So, I don't expect in universities like this, and there'll be an opportunity to conduct classes in fall
0: online. Uh, they will have to be done online. <laughs> In the short run, is there anything that could happen that would allow you to feel comfortable about safety or do you think it's just too early? Um, I think that for limited operations it should not be a
1: problem. Uh, In particular, in major research universities like ours, the building, uh, half the building or maybe even uh, two-thirds of the building is actually for research laboratories. So they're Very Mm -hmm. big rooms with equipment, and we want to take data. We want to publish papers. So I think that we want to continue with research in the building, and the big rooms with one Mm -hmm. or two people with appropriate social distancing and uh, masks and such PPE should work. So we'll Mm -hmm. probably resume research. The graduate students' classes tend to be 20 to 30 people classes, uh, normally, the classes are in small rooms, but if we are not conducting these gigantic lectures, those rooms become available. So, uh, for a 30% class, if you use a 100% room, it should be okay to have that. So, I think graduate studies and research program can resume, and uh, then there would be a limited number of people. So, we can keep the uh, building always locked. All the students and faculty have key uh, no, entries so they can come in and we can monitor people. So I think that we will open up for graduate studies, maybe not graduate courses, but definitely graduate research so they can continue their PhD, pro- PhD progress and research can continue. That's what I think will happen. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we can do that, provided we don't have large groups of people walking in and out of the building a, uh, for, for a 50-minute lecture.
0: Right. Now, the question is, um, you know, whatever you've learned in this semester that's just concluding, do you see um, some or parts of it or lots of it being applied going ahead? I mean, beyond, let's say the pandemic is, you know, on its way out in January I mean, would would any, any of this be incorporated or would you want to go back to where it was in sort of fall of 2019?
1: Well, uh, some of it uh, will, will be naturally changing because a lot of people uh, came to work because that was a place where they could get work done and they assume that that's where the work is done. Now we would have proved that Mm -hmm. we can work from wherever we are most of the time. So I think that uh, uh, senior faculty and uh, more old-fashioned people will stop thinking that uh, if you're home, you're not working. uh, It's not the people think. I think that remote work will be considered a very reasonable thing to do. Uh, So I think that uh, operations will change. A lot of support staff um are also working from home now and they're perfectly reasonably effective or perfectly effective at this stage so they don't come in uh-huh. and they will want to work from home for whatever reasons i think it will be perfectly reasonable for uh, for them to go on that way so i think that the style will change uh which will reduce the demand on uh uh, office space, which is a good thing because you're typically the buildings are overcrowded because there are a lot of people in there and we're placing them very close to each other. Uh, so mm-hmm. those who need to come in then can have a little more spacious offices and so on and so forth. So I think that uh, nature of work uh, uh, office will change uh, quite a bit. You know, we have these things which first of all, we call it graduate student bullpen, there's a physics department, it's all bulls mostly, not quite, right. but, uh, yeah. so it's called a bullpen, you know, a whole bunch of students are in one room and they have party kind of atmosphere there, uh, that's uh-huh. going to be very different, I think, uh, so I think people want private offices, uh, and uh, yeah. not share too many things, so I think that this will be a long, uh, long-lasting change.
0: Have you seen any um, student enrollment at this point? Maybe it's too early for the fall Actually, semester? Did, Is it a lower? I do
1: want to address that. Uh, it's a very important thing that's happening right now. Typically, okay. our graduate student body, student body in sciences across the country Is about 50% international Mm -hmm. community. Uh, They're not going to Mm -hmm. be coming in September uh, in all likelihood because at the moment all the consulates uh, issuing visas are closed. Uh, Even when they open, I don't think that their highest priority would be to issue visas but to figure out uh, all sorts of other things that the consulates and the embassies are engaged in. So I don't see a... Mm -hmm of uh, international student community arriving uh, in fall, maybe January, but fall, it doesn't look like a possibility. So that by itself, for graduate students, it's about half, for undergraduate body, it's about 20% or so international uh, across the country, and all mm-hmm. of that will be affected uh, in, uh, in the fall. So it's gonna be a big, big difference for campuses everywhere.
0: Okay. No, but domestically, you don't so, see... Domestically there is no,
1: also, there may be uh, yeah. families who don't, especially at undergraduate level, they may want their children to be close yeah. by in case there's trouble, in case something happens. So I can see that uh, uh, non-Wisconsinites coming in from far uh, may drop a little bit. Right? But on the other hand, Uh, Students may prefer more, uh, you know, Madison is not exactly rural, but uh, it's less dense population here than than big cities like Chicago or New York. So it's Mm possible that if you have an offer from Columbia and Princeton, you'll probably end up going to Princeton rather than to Columbia. Those decisions made uh, in April, right? At the end of April, I guess, is when people... The decisions. Right. So I don't know the enrollment numbers, but I can believe that big city campuses are going to see a big downturn and the uh, more rural campuses will have an upswing if they are rated
0: right about the same. So, Ashida, this is awesome. This was uh, very helpful insightful. I think our audience of students, in particular the international students, I think this will make uh, a lot of sense. And I kind of wanted to get a perspective from the faculty side and from the campus side because I've talked to a lot of students and other people, the other stakeholders, but an inside view. And so this has been very, very illuminating. So thank you for taking the time and uh, doing this podcast. I will process it and then uh, send you a link and you can enjoy it. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed Part 2 of our conversation with Dr. Sridhar Dasu, Chair of the Physics Department at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. The changes to the nature of work ushered in by this pandemic may be here to stay. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you missed our Part 1 with Dr. Dasu on moving instruction online from in-class, please be sure to check that podcast out. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash Alma Matters to check us out. These podcasts are brought to you by almamatters.io. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you.